special concert series edition of Progressive Palaver, the group is joined by some very special guests from Total Mass Retain and Prog Stock in person. In person. Whoa. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Together in the same room for the very first time ever. Total Frogger Holy crap. Palaver. Palaver stuff. I know, that's crazy. Alright, so, uh, I, I don't even know where to start. This well, is, everyone will know where to start because they've already seen our live broadcast. They have Facebook, seen they have so. seen the live broadcast. So here we are in uh, in the home of Palaver member Paul Zotter. Um, I'm sitting at a table with not only Paul and Ken. But Joel, Mark, and Joey from Total Mass Retain, and Tom and Ann from Progstock, and we are all together after the uh, after the spectacular TMR show, and we are we we noshed on some Wawa hoagies. We had some meatball subs. We had some Italian hoagies. There's a turkey in there. There's a tuna, and now we have we have some libations. Yeah, we and just no, that's not specific. Yeah. Right. And and you know, you can hear it. Yeah. And uh and, and here we are. So this was Let's talk about Wawa for a second. Let's talk about yeah. Wawa. What did you because you guys don't have really Wawa in your No. And you've had it two days in a row now. I know, this is what? crazy. Uh, like this, 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 this to me is like is like what White Castle is to me as well because we don't have White Castle. Wow. So when I when I see a White Castle, as you know, it, it's one of those things that is not even a good idea on paper, but you know you have to do it. <laughs> like I remember the first time I went out to L.A. I had to have I had to have an In and Out burger, you know. Yeah, yeah. It didn't matter that Which it was. Which describes it, what the burger does. It really does. <laughs> it, 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 it just it did, mm-hmm, yes. and that was my first taste of L.A. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, for sure. Wawa in Wawa. White Castle will kill you. Well, it's true. It's true. But I mean, I was just saying it before, like Wawa is is, is like Subway without the diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. I think we should start the podcast over. <laughs> we just poured some bourbon. We've been partying. We rocked out, so we're all having a good time. Totally rocked out. Both yeah, I mean, guys in the house, we appreciate it. Yeah. We're all hanging out here. Hospitality's it, great. We yeah, have to go outside and play hockey <laughs> in the dark. In the dark, <laughs> wake up the neighbors. So, so this is, you know, obviously, Ken, you've seen TMR several times, um, but this, you know, it, this is the first full show that I've gotten to see. I've talked to you guys three separate times on the podcast right now, or already at this point, and I, I would, I'm, I'm just. Utterly stunned. Um, you guys, you guys slayed it. I thought the audience loved everything that you did, um, except for this one jack wagon who was sitting behind me in the first part of the uh, the first set. But that's okay. He never got. He, I, I never got to hear whether he backpedaled off of it. His statement. Yeah. So you know, we, we can get it to that later. We'll get we'll get to that later. Was it, was it that dude guy with ponytail and the and the, and the glasses? Can you tell me what he said? No. We are all family now. Like it's probably better. It's probably better in the context of the show. Though. No, you should tell him. You should tell me yeah. what he fucking said. <laughs> We're gonna well, kick his part, ass. The best part was so right, Tony. so <laughs> so guys started with um with America. And then you went right into drama, right? You played Tempest uh, Fugit. Yep. And then from there, there was 
uh, um, oh, was there changes. Some, there was, yep. was wonder stories. Oh, wonder stories. Wonder stories and changes. You yes. got some great uh, posts. Doing and then it can happen. So and then after it can happen, we did five percent long distance. <clears throat> well, so so that's it, right? So in between, right after it can happen, this guy goes, yeah. He goes that. that I like the other band. That other band. It, like, like these guys are doing all like the girl yes stuff, and then and then they're gonna buy five percent. First of your all, face. I would like to go on record saying fuck yeah, I'm doing the girly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> The, the ladies in Prague are cooler than anybody else, number one. Number two, half the room was females, and they all had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, they, were, and, they, and they were all you know, beautiful. If somebody wants to tell me I'm <laughs> doing something go. girly, I'm like, yeah, you idiot. That's Including the point. This one, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and I'll go on, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the Trevor Raven apologist at the table, so I was very, very happy. And we did a little bit of a live segment um, after at the first intermission. And... Joey, I gotta tell you, man, with you singing the Trevor Raven parts Whoa. and playing on fucking changes, dude, give me a break. Dude. That was I was I was, I was nice. stunned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joel, did I mess up the words tonight, or did you mess up the words? Tonight? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what? I I honestly don't. I'm I'm not usually the guy that messes up words, but sometimes and, it happens. And you're you know? not the guy who messes up the words and changes. So there's always this thing that happens. Where at the end of the first verse and at the end of the second verse, one of them is you gave up and the other one is you acted like a bitch. I don't know, whatever Travis <laughs> yeah. But there's two separate lines and I trans... Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we sang you acted like a bitch in two different places is what happened. Right. You sang it the first time and I sang it the second yeah, time. Yeah, okay. So, you know, you were acting like a bitch first and then I was acting like a bitch later. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so... So, for me... <laughs> makes sense. I, the, the, one of the biggest surprises for me tonight... And I thought was exceptional was it can happen. Yeah, I was blown away. Oh, well, cool! By by your rendition of that tonight, it was doom. so good. It's it's doom, doom. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Well, you know the thing is, I think that sounds like it. It's one of those songs that could have been played by any Yes lineup. I don't think it. I don't think it. I don't think the the Trevor Rabin lineup owns that song. It's a Squire song. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so you you know you can tell yeah. uh, the the Raven stuff sounds like you know, it sounds like Trevor Raven, but like the Squire stuff sounds like yes. Mm-hmm. So like you know especially on the nine hundred one two five album. So the, you know one of the reasons why we like changes and hearts and, and and it can happen. And there's a couple of others that that just have like that re- regardless of like the poppiness and the, the the technological stamp on it. It still has the yes DNA right. in, yeah. in, in yeah. inside it. And you know, I, I I find that that's a very difficult debate to have with some people, especially Yes fans, because you know everybody's going to be like, it's either all one or all of the other. You can't you you, you can't do both because you're some kind of freak if you like both. Yeah, and, and and that's you know for me that's one of the greatest things about you guys, and we've talked about this before, the fact that you embrace the Yes catalog. It's all there. It's all good, and and you interpret it. You know, as as you need to. So I I think it's great. Um, no, we try we try to do it as if as if yes we're doing it. Yeah. You know, so I mean, even like the stuff that they haven't done, like well, okay, well, what what would Chris Squire do? What would what would Steve Howe do? What what would the what would the keyboard part be like? You know, you know, if we've had a chance to already see it with like ABWH or whatever, then we've got like a template to go from. Right. And and translating Tony Levin to Chris Squire is isn't 
that hard to do. And I try to do like a little bit of somewhere in between with that. But uh, yeah. the other cool thing about that, it can happen and changes. It was the first time of many times in the night where I was sitting there going, my God, how fucking long is Terry going to sing those high notes? You just keep singing them. Terry's <laughs> wild. <clears throat> yeah. First of all, we all carried drums out at the end of the night, right? <laughs> all of my stands are in this giant bag that it takes two or three of us to carry. Terry muscled that shit up the stairs. Nice. Like, nice. He's one of those, like, uh, what are those half horse, half men things? What are they called? Centaur. He's centaur. A centaur. <laughs> <laughs> He's a centaur, not a lead singer. <laughs> yeah. I mean,. He's got some nice hooves, you know. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. I think. So we were, um, we very recently did a little crossover roundtable discussion of Tormato with the folks in the Yes Music podcast. So all I could think of was I, I just, I, I was picturing what Kevin Mulrine would have thought if he had gotten to experience on the Silent Wings of Freedom because... You know, as as much as I've crapped on Tormato just for the sake of, of crapping on Tormato because it's fun, <laughs> On the Silent Wings of Freedom, great song. Seeing it performed live that way, oh, dude, that was great, man. You know what? I, I want to make a clarification. Okay. I said Byratron's Be Damned yes. uh, at the show. What I really meant was Polymog. <laughs> because a lot of people mistake that because a lot of, everybody's like, oh, Rick Wakeman and that Byratron, it was a piece of crap and it's really tinny. What they're actually talking about is, right. is, 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 the, is the Polymog. It's, it's, it's always important to set the record straight. You've got so, to do it. So, uh, you know, Polymogs be damned. Polymogs be damned. <laughs> but why does Tormato get so much shit thrown on it? Because it's not the best. Could, yeah, Why does it have to be the best? Well, it doesn't have to be. I don't. The best. I never understood the hate for Tor. I love that. I yeah, love Tormato. I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm always the one that wants that likes the albums that others don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Tormato is one of those. So many people who I'm say they don't like think that. Relayer is one of the best albums. The best album they did. It. Oh well. I know that's I, that's fighting I, words. I'm, I'm okay with you there on the on the on the. We're gonna do for Relayer. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember when I went to the UK, they were all making fun of me because even they say Relayer. Then I would say relayer. <laughs> and they'd say it's relayer. Because that had the descending fucking consonants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They say tomato, they say tomato. Yeah. I think maybe if the if if everything on tomato was mixed like it's, like the production is shit. Five like I was five I five feet away it's, from your kid. It's not as clean as the other albums. Only no. a little bit further away from your bass hand. That doesn't and it sound outrageous. Oh my god! Oh thank my you. Gosh. And, and you know the, the, the bands that produce so much great music in a row, they, they have that album or two where yeah. the engineering went south. Like you hold your fire from Rush. The engineering went south. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm gonna step back here. It's not mixed as well as the second. What the fuck is going on? This is the second time in two days someone's thrown a holder fire into the bus. No, the, 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 the music is awesome. The mix is not good. I think sometimes the music transcends, but I, I, I generally find that you know people put a lot of like top end on the kick drum, and it, it just sounds like a fake drum. It, it feels thin. That's all. And, and it, it doesn't have like the meat. It's like it's like a lot of bone, which is great. Got to have some bone, but you got to have some meat. And there's no, there's there's no meat. It's just very thin, and it's like it sounds like it's going through like uh, something digital. <laughs> it's like microwaved. Well, let's talk about mixing uh, tonight. We had Chip Powell, at, uh, and, and he's he's worked with many bands in the region. You can 
Paul's played around and worked with Chip. Um, and Mark, you were hot. This was your show. This was your TMR show. <laughs> was like, it? like you've been a little bit buried in the mix at some of the TMR shows I've been to, and this was your show, buddy. Like, oh, great, great. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I had a little trouble hearing myself, but uh, we didn't. Yeah, that's good. That's great. I mean, for some reason, we've always had like sound issues when it comes to guitars. For some reason, I don't know why. It's just finding the right, you know, mix for a guitar. It always gets buried, or it's either too loud, you know. It's a yeah. It's it's, it's it's a tough balance, and the way that Yes handles that is is you buy your ticket on the other side of the theater depending on who you want to <laughs> yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Very true. Yeah, I, mean, very I, true. I, I always I always sat near 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 the bass amp, so you know, <laughs> kind of like okay, well, that, I like that. I wish I I wish I had two Ampeg four ten four uh, eight tens and a couple of Marshall cabs and all that other crazy crap. I always sat in front of Chris and. Deep down inside, it was always to keep my dad away from Steve. No, was... <laughs> <laughs> that could be true. He looks diagonally. It, it might be true. It might not be true. We just can't tell. Right. Mm. Now, Mark, that worked in your favor. So. No, it's good. I mean, I, I felt like I had a lot of, you know, a lot of fuck ups, but there was a lot of great moments too. Uh, yours and No Disgrace was probably, I think, my favorite part. <laughs> I guess the, you know, a little extended solo. I think it was probably the best. first time you did it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that modeled after a specific show? It's modeled after various, okay. yeah, show like from the '90s, from like you know. It's the first time we did it tonight the way we did it tonight, but it's not the first time we did the extended. Solo. Yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. just changed some things. I started listening to like the the '90s stuff, and we listen to a whole bunch of bootlegs basically. Every time we get together, we listen to bootlegs, and like this sounds cool. But listen to the ladder tour, open your eyes tour, and. I, we just try to model stuff after that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. It was, yeah. good. It was good. Oh, I, I think I made you laugh during yours. is no disgrace because I did the drama tour version with the drum fill that you always like on the second one. Yeah, that's the whole thing. We every, every time I rehearsal, we we always refer to uh, uh, you know drama at Boston Garden or yeah. Or, I mean, it, it, it's it, it's cool that we all work like that. Yeah. You know, like you know when we when we did um, the first time we did on the Silent Wings of Freedom, we did the Wembley '78 intro. And there were, somebody had taken a, like a fan fan video, like a, a Facebook Live or whatever, and you could see this one guy that was like, "Oh, he he knew he knew what was coming," you know. And it was magical. It was like the best. It was the best version that we ever did of that song with the magical intro. Um, but it's kind of cool, you know. Like, cool. okay, let's let's do like the 1977 version of this, or let's try like the 1971 version of this. And now we're doing cinema. We're doing cinema into doing cinema into on Silent Wings of Freedom. Yeah, it's know? just all these weird transitions, and, and we try to keep the show fresh and mix it oh, up a bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ken Brody wanted to hear the Ottawa '72 version of "Close to the Edge," so I went and listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. My chair, I gotta get a new. I gotta get a new drum throne. Like it was wobbling, and I couldn't get the right footing. Oh, you and I going shopping, man. I'll show you. I'll show you what to get. Trust me. Ooh. <laughs> Girls' night. <laughs> yeah. If, if 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 nothing else, I know my seats. I know what my butt likes. Well, what do you guys yeah. hear? Did you guys did you guys have a legit <laughs> monitor mix that whole time? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's it's an interesting thing because, like, you know, we we'd never played the room before, and you know, we're in a new room with a new with with an engineer that we've never met, and you know, we, we're just trying to get it right. You know, a lot of a lot of the times it was it was basically you know Terry was trying to get his vocals to sound right, so he we punched very, through there. Um, 
Um, he was very A-type about that. Not in a disrespectful or rude way. He said, I don't know more than you, but I don't like the way I sound. Can work on this. Like, he was very forward about what he wanted. Yeah. And I and, fucking like that. You yeah, know, yeah. And, and, you know, it, 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 took, <laughs> it, it took a while to get there, but it got there. You know, it, it, it did get there, but it took a while. But, you know. Uh, we so Terry to... bared his chest and flexed his muscles and made this happen. Well, he, he, he unzipped his skin and, like, this big thing came out of his chest. <laughs> it, it, it was breathing fire and it smelled like uh, nachos. That's believable. <laughs> That's believable. You know. Oh, uh, and, 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 then, and then there was a big... Whoop sound, and then he was back to normal. It was it was like nothing ever happened. Joey, what did you hear? Did you hear the full show, or you, you heard most? I didn't hear a fucking thing. I just well. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you. Everything, every, the stage was fun for me because I had a really good connection with each of the guys, so I was able to really lock in with each of them for different parts. Three part yeah. harmony was nice tonight. Yeah. Was it good? That was the only part. Sometimes I don't know if it's the systems. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's just that we're loud. But sometimes I don't hear the vocals the way I would like to hear them, so that I can be more gentle when I sing. And we, we've had a couple of gigs where where we could. Really, I mean, like the first time the Tarek mi- 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 mixed us. Shout that was like the the like uh, what was it December of, yeah, of last yeah. year, yeah. Uh, and it was. I thought it was one of our better vocal performances because you know it's what? it's hard. But I mean, even even you know, you listen to like Steve Howe and 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 Chris Squire and John Anderson going at it. You know, they they don't always nail it, and that that that's what what makes it special because it's real. Yeah. It's like okay, sometimes they nail it, sometimes they miss it just a little bit, but you're you're caught in that moment. It's not like it was like like processed and corrected you know for you know because like we wanted to make, keep it you know real like it's like like you're actually at a show yeah what what i what i noticed and marcus so he started to say we always watch bootlegs and stuff i mean we go to his crib and we just watch videos and chill and party like we're doing now and he always puts on cool versions of shit but i noticed that chris has this really cool way of singing in a powerful voice and then switching to his head voice and he does it a lot in the middle if i get up i get down and Mm-hmm. I tried to do a little bit more of that tonight, but I didn't have the. I, I need to hear it a little bit better to have the control I want. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's always. I played the drum the bass was loud because we, we did Starship Truth. <laughs> it's time to get in ear monitors. So same, yeah. Yeah, in ears. Yeah, yeah. in ears. Solve all those problems. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I have a love hate relationship with in ears. You know, I, I mean, I, I've used them in a couple of bands. Uh, sometimes I like it, but sometimes I like being in the room. And and it's it's hard to it's it's hard to get that balance, and then uh, you know I remember this this one thing I was I, I started like copying like a Billy Sherwood move, and I I asked him I was like, dude I, I got to ask you something, it you, you move that way because because the uh, the strap keeps pulling your ears out right yes so it, it was like okay so I, I was copying the same move because every time I move the the strap. Would pull on the in ears and pull them out of my head. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so you have to kind of restrict your movements and just make sure that you're 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 doing things in such mm-hmm. a way. But it's like totally foreign to the way I like to play on stage. So it's it's a it's an adjustment. Yeah. Um, you were disco dancing on stage tonight with that bass. That was fun. We had some good time. Yeah, it was, you it was, a good, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Ride like the wind. We just saw. <laughs> 
I think about this a lot. We just saw Lotus Land Rush tribute. I love and, them. And, I love and them. Lead dude uh, Chris had uh, the in ears, but I think I think the uh, guitar player and the drummer were just oh natural. So, yeah. So to each his own. Man. That that bass I mean, player. I think it's the most important for vocalists. To, the, yeah. The in ears help vocalists yeah. more than yeah. anyone else yeah. because I, you can't hear yourself. Right. So you can't if you can't modulate your your vocals if and if you can't hear yourself. You I've just, seen yeah. drummer. You're just hoping it's coming out the I've way seen, you think. I've it seen is. drummer vocalists at least do one in one out where they have just one. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. It, it, it's it's like walking and chewing gum at the same time. I just can't. I can't focus. Yeah, I know, you know some it's bass like players. Because you can play bass and sing at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I, barely. But you know, I I mean, I try. But you know, but but like you know, I tried the one in and one out. Uh, I don't even like playing with earplugs in because uh, I used to do that all the time when I was playing drums. And then one day I pulled them out. And I'm like, wow, man, I've been really slamming these these cymbals a lot harder than I need to because, you, you know, you've got like these, these big foamy things in your face. And I know bass players that put one in the ear that's facing the amp to protect yeah. their hearing mm. and drummers that put... In the other ear to protect their ear from the bass amp. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of drummers yeah. are deaf in their left ear because the bass amp is blaring them on the side of the head. Something to keep in mind. Joey's deaf in both. What? What? Joey's deaf in both already. Now we're looking out for you. We, we think we think you're headed towards the inner. Just telling you. I mean, well, you know, it really, it's really—it's really going to depend on what kind of what kind of venues that we're in. I feel in like too. once we hit the garden, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a budget thing too. There's no point in getting crappy in ears. You know, if you're going to get them, no, fit no, it, I mean, do it right. You, you know, know. The, 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 every, and like, they'll set you back a bit. Pretty much every band that I've been in that's had in ears has had pretty decent ones. You know, yeah. and uh, and you know, you, you, there's 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 cheap. There's super expensive, and then there's like right in the middle that's utilitarian, mm -hmm. and that stuff is like you know it's like if you're willing to spend like fifty dollars more than what you than what you were were, were thinking of spending, you're probably going to get something better. Mm -hmm. And uh, so like bands that I've worked with that I've had to like like advise on in ear systems, you know that that's that that's what I look for. And uh, you know, there's a couple of a couple of companies out there that have like middle of the road price stuff, but they got like lots of frequency mm. options. Right. Yeah. You know, I know that's a little dry for 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 palaver. Oh, we we we, we, we like the weeds. We like your talk. Yeah. yeah. Your talk. Quick pivot. So you said that you went live during the show. Is that what you did? Not during the show. We um, we did a live little bit before and during the intermission. I don't know if you guys did one when I was. After the show. No, we we didn't. We, we tried. I tried to get you the live, the, in, the opening live, um, but there was a problem with the sound. Why don't yeah, you guys? We really don't know how to so, work our. So the so the video was going across, but there was no sound. So some uh -huh. someone actually commented that oh, it, it looks like you're watching a yes mine tribute band. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we were lip syncing, but in reverse. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you try to broadcast like like shows here and there, like people that you interview, like like a King Biscuit Flower Hour type of thing? Why don't we? Oh yeah, man, King Biscuit Flower Hour. Probably a lot of. Well, most of our shows get recorded at like eleven o'clock at night. So. Well, I'm, I'm and, saying if you're gonna interview someone from a band, yeah, maybe check them out on the on the day of and record a song or two. You know? I don't know. Oh, you mean bring them in and, and interview them and do a song, have them do a song? I mean, no, I'm saying at the show or, oh, or 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 what you know, whatever you know. Oh. 
Uh-huh. It, we just we haven't actually done any a live interviewing we're, anyone. We're, we're really at, at a gig. Really. Yeah, we're we're kind of figuring it out as we go along. I did it's Facebook Live because it was like a line of people and it was packed inside. Oh. And everybody hyped for a minute before the guy made twenty announcements. John, yeah, yeah. John we, Denise went live a few times during yeah. the show. Cool. And I turned one of them into a watch party. There were the a few others. Family. Nice. Oh, nice. We had a pretty party. sizable audience for yeah. 10, Tell, 15 minutes. Totally nice. for a bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I won't lie. I, I kind of like, you know, when, when we get back from a gig, like checking out the videos. Because it's like, it's like we don't get to see the show. Yeah. You know? And, and sometimes we kind of want to see it. I mean, sometimes just to see it. Just to see what it looks like. You know, and then sometimes we, we start, you know, you start getting critical. It's like, oh, well, you know, maybe maybe that that little dance move is kind of stupid or whatever, you know. So I should do it more. <laughs> so we don't have John and Terry here, but I did want to, and I told him this, you know, I, I thought I really enjoyed, you know, what what John did. But I, for whatever reason tonight, I really responded to his work in Heart of the Sunrise. I thought... That was like a shining example for me. I, I just, I really enjoyed what he did. As we were playing Heart of the Summer, it was the fucking best song we do until we messed it up again. But... <laughs> I fucked it up. I was no, the, the fu- funny thing is, is that he was loud in my mix today, which I even said today earlier. Oh, really? He, I, I, I actually got to hear him play, like, I don't you know, like when we're all playing, I'm focusing on what I'm playing mostly. But when you actually get to hear him play, like, all these sounds, and, like, I, I never even heard some of these. It was very nice. Like, it was actually, like, eye-opening. Like, wow. John's the yeah, he's, yeah, he's really, yeah. he's really good. Yeah, when he does the sound. Yeah. He, he makes it look so easy. And he gets the sounds really good. He, like, it yeah. sounds, he, he makes you know. Tony Banks look manic. <laughs> you know? I mean, he's just, like, and he's just, like, all over the... I mean, oh he's just doing this, and what you're hearing is yeah, is completely. And, and that was the best part because when we started the the first set, we were sort of off of the corner, and then some people left, and we got upgraded for the second set. So we were right in front of you, and I could see John because I couldn't see him during the first set, which was very I mean, nice. Some people left, like moved this seat, or they left. I, the I think there was a there was there was a table of res- that was reserved for um, yeah a, a large group of folks, and, and I think some people didn't show up. Yeah, or they had kids, and their uh, kids left after the first yeah, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, and we had just met a couple of them. That makes yeah. sense. And they they invited us to come over and. Uh, yeah, there were some teenagers. I think it was some themselves. of the younger people that came to the birthday party. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was John and and and, and uh, Rose's kids. Yeah. First impression. Mm-hmm. Of That's it. First, first their band. First impression. You got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I was like, first impression of what? They John, has, John has a little bit of a Mark Kelly vibe to him. And he does have a bit of a Mark Kelly. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. She's, to your point, just sort of like stoically, calmly melting your face on the keyboard. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's unreal the stuff that he does. It is absolutely fucking It's great unreal. because that's something I relate to. Like, I get a lot of comments from people who say, oh man, like, you, you just like, you don't move or you just, you just play the song and like, it's like effort, you know, effortlessly. It's actually not. I'm just one of those type of guys that like I, I I try to like blend with the music. Like if it's like if I'm playing a, like I said a Scorpion song, yeah, I'm gonna run around like like Rudolph Shanker. But if it, like, with this kind of stuff, I need to focus and and I'm more worried about getting the I song would love right. To see that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I just I just worry that you're not having as much fun as I am watching you. That's oh no, I definitely. Yeah, <laughs> when you guys when you sat in the front, 
I mean, let's face it, I'm a ham in many respects. Yeah, no, yeah, we, we all kind of hammed it up when you were sitting there. So great, You could skewer me with some pineapples and cherries and put me in the oven right now. <laughs> but on the, besides that, I was watching you guys, and, and the funny part is, I kept looking at Joe. And yeah, I just kept, yeah. I, it would just make me fucking ferocious. <laughs> I was ferocious, and he was looking like he really is an animal. Because <laughs> I was saying shit before, you know, about the, what was I calling it? I'm not going to name names. I was complaining about some way of playing the music, the, the yes drums, or the sanctity of the music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there I was, you know, playing it like Satan was in charge. She <laughs> <laughs> was like 76, and you were just like, ah. <laughs> So we were talking before we, we got on air about, uh, you kind of joking about, you know, favorite flub. Yeah. So my favorite flub was, and I, I think it was at the beginning of Close to the Edge when you slipped a stick and almost threw it right at Terry. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, well, because I was talking shit about the version I was going to play, and then I lost my stick. <laughs> and it just it's, went, honestly, it's not the first right time out. it happened. There's a long story short about losing a drum and then replacing it with a different size and using it all for the first time tonight. Plus, I complained about my chair and because Joel knows what his butt likes, there's all these things going there's on. There's a lot, right. lot going yeah, on. Yeah. I felt positionally awkward sometimes. I didn't give a fuck. I was going to try it anyway. <laughs> so, that was so okay, I've got to ask the stupid question because, shit, that's my job. I don't like bourbon. I'm sorry. I tried putting ginger ale in it. It's worse. <laughs> You don't like it? I thought you liked bourbon. Nah. So You're kidding. No, I gotta stick with my Dominican mention you would mention the remote for There's the lights. Yeah, that was my favorite club. Okay, so what, what the what's the magic there? Because you're like drumming and then you're still turning the damn things on and off and shit. Yeah, I'm finding so alright. So what do you do? At NAM, a couple years back. I met a company called Drum Life, and I put LED lights on all my drums. Clearly. And it's very simple box that's got 10 settings, and mm -hmm. the remote controls to press a button. But what I said to the guy, so so I usually typically go from like fading colors slowly, just like regular, to flashing colors or in the strobe. Right. And I told the guys, like, I need a foot switch. That okay, so you, you got a foot switch? No. No. Because they would have had a custom make it and some other bullshit. So, point is, I have to take the fucking remote. You know, I'm trying to play close to the edge, and i got to press a button to make yeah. the fucking thing go off. Yeah. So, you know, I'm 9 out of 10 on it. Except I dropped it, and then I couldn't find it for the rest of the first set. <laughs> so I was pissed because I kept looking for it. I was like, Joe, what are you looking for? And I was like, my head. So, <laughs> so it's hanging over there somewhere. It's in my pocket. It's in your pocket. I take it out. You're drumming, and you got to hit a button. And, and the other thing that you may or may not see is like, I'll hit, bada, bada, da, 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 boom. So I got, but I basically have is a stomp box on off. Okay. So a lot of the times I turn it on off for accenting Got it. moments but then if I have it off and they're doing loneliness as a part of you know delusion I can with the remote I start pressing the button you go on off and I change the setting in that little split second mm -hmm. so then when it comes back it's just a white light got it okay. so I try to create moods yeah for a I day. noticed that nice so another another funny thing you know Ken, Ken and I each have our own little yes music bailiwick mine is roundabout is the starship trooper what does that mean What's a bailiwick? Uh, it means... It, from the Bronx, you like, gotta tell me what these things are. <laughs> I'll, I'll, quote, I'll quote Joe. It, well, actually, I won't be able to quote him, but basically he said, if I, if I never hear roundabout again, it'll be fine. <laughs> 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 and I believe Ken has said the same thing about Starship Trooper. I have. 
I'm happy to report that both of us seem to really enjoy those two songs tonight. So, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to speak badly about either of the versions of what some people call Yes today. Yes, yes, yes. There's sure. There's the ARW thing. Um, that's done though. Yeah, the, no, not right. That's but the, the, I mean, I, I, I don't. Again, I don't mean this in bad way because people evolve, things change, and you evolve with them. But for the last twenty years, we've all been accustomed to what Yes has become to sound like live. Yeah, it's just different mm-hmm. than it was. It's going to be by its very nature. People right. are people. Um, but to hear a band start playing the music at the tempo, the pitch, mm-hmm. and the and the, the, the general consistency of what Yes sounded like 20 years ago or longer, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a different way of listening to it. So I, you know, we've been yeah. around about a billion times. Right. And it's not that I would, like, every show has to have roundabout in it, otherwise it wasn't a Yes show, it was still a lot. I mean, you know. Right? And you, you might differ, and I understand why. But to hear roundabout done the way roundabout was done, well, yeah. when roundabout was done. Yeah. Right, and, and, and the important thing with, with the way you guys, you know, perform roundabout is it's not a 12-minute ordeal. So thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, we they try. Do a we try to version of roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> we do the one, two, three, four version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no. if there's one Good thing Lord, I noticed. No. I, I was doing a lot of the yes songs version, and I noticed Ken noticing a lot of that when I was doing like a lot of these like. I'm basically doing the yes songs version of roundabout, and, and that's the whole point. We, when we try to play it, we don't. We try to play it like how yes did when they were twenty. You know, we, try right, to, yeah. we, we try to add the tempo, the, the energy. And, and, yeah, and, and, and that's I, what most people want these days. I, I'm, you know, and, and I think you know, that's exactly you know that and, and and Tom, what you're talking about is exactly why I was. I enjoyed it tonight. That's it's, why it's refreshing. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. That's why we made those jokes about seventy-seven. It's not just a version. It's also. We're playing it like how they did in '77. There were yeah. energy. Yeah, trying to trying to channel like the energy like of, of a specific era of the band. You know, why not? You know, because we can't. We're not. We're not the band. We're a tribute band, so we can do whatever well, whatever version of, it, of yes lot, we quite want. Frankly, a lot of it is tempo. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah. fact that your tempos actually have three digits beat per minute. Again, no offense, because the, the original members of the, of the bands are, are just I was they're, gonna, they're yeah, doing what everyone else. I was going to say the same. Yeah, even though even though we're playing at this tempo, doesn't mean that the, the band now is you know like they're not good enough anymore. No, it's, it, it, it's human nature. They're yes, they're, exactly. they're at the age where, I mean, once I get that age, I probably won't be able to play as fast as I'm playing now, you know, so it's one of those things, you know. Billy and Jay did that thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's very true. The interesting thing about this whole conversational loop is that it's a somewhat prog-centric discussion because any other tribute band in other genres is looking to replicate the recording. Right. That's what the fans want to hear. That's not necessarily true because they're they're all those Pink Floyd tribute bands. No, no, but that's the same genre. Prop. Yeah. Well, Ish. you'll get you'll get some arguments about that. Yeah. Sure. But you know what I'm yeah. saying. But it's I'm not dirty. It's, okay. it's, 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 if you go to a pop tribute concert, they're trying to replicate Studio. the radio yeah, right. version of that's the song. Yeah. Or even yeah. like no, well, I mean there, there their, are their fans aren't going to know that there's a 1972 yeah. Yeah. recording yeah. from such and such that yeah. was like a really cool you know arrangement of the song. It's like no 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 no. It is very prog or prog like around the prog genre that live albums actually have staying power. Like, I think knowing yeah, I, that there's the X version yeah. of this. Show yeah, that or that you guys are watching yeah. bootlegs yeah. to do tributes I think, yeah. because yeah. you know that there are there are pockets exactly, of fans yeah. that love 
They will figure it out. And they will figure it out right. without without anybody having to tell them. They're yeah. like, wow, I noticed that you did that. They will come up to us and tell us that yeah. they noticed and, it. And you know, that's that's yeah. also why like backtracks are almost oh, yeah. illegal yeah. in Prague. Yeah. Because like it wait I, I I hear a bass. And there's no bass player, you know, but well, I mean, in pop, yeah, it's frankly. kind of accepted that yeah, but with, with and backtracks with with, with, with yes music, though, totally kind of, accepted. I mean, yeah, is making it's a required. second, third, fourth career out of it, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, with with yes music, there's there's a certain like kind of expectation, like when we do close to the edge, when yes did close to the edge, they had the pre-recorded environmental tracks yeah, you're gonna and they had yeah. everything in the middle section all the way up to and including the church organ solo it's all there right and they're playing along to that up until a certain point uh when they did leave it uh there was there was not yeah. a single instrument that you were hearing that was really live i mean that was all coming to track right and yeah. with some live vocals on top and you know you have to do it because you have to be able to recreate that yeah, kind of thing. So, need seventy-three people. Well, or, or stage, some of the music, some of the songs were yeah. created in studio to be absolutely impossible to do live. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, right. You know, things that are totally electronic based. You know, it's like oh, you, oh, somebody's just pressing the button. But you know, we're 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 just approaching it from a pragmatic kind of thing. I mean, there's certain things in a studio that you just can't replicate live. So oh, yeah. you may right. as well go for the live version and see how they did it and replicate that. Right. Right. Why not? Well, I mean, one point his brother of mine, like, there's a guitar parts that I can't play so I have to do the Steve Howell leads, and that's where John will come in. He'll, and at least he's playing. Like, yeah, a, a, he'll a cover it. Yeah, yeah, he'll cover a part, yeah, you know. That's wild. So it's not like a backing track. It's, at least it's him. But, I mean, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of it is just the, the amount of times, the amount of depth that we listen to all this stuff when we try to, you know, when we, when we try to accomplish, you know, tackling the songs, you know. When we decide we're going to do a song, we'll... We'll, we'll say, okay, well, what version do we, want to do, do we want to try as a starting point? And the one thing about doing live versions is when you hear the live versions, you can actually pick out what those parts are. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to figure out what yeah. the three-part harmony is when you only hear three voices. Yeah. Right, right. It's not. You know? Right. 16 and, and, layers of you guys, you guys kind of school yourselves on live versions of things, and you've got decades worth of, of live. Oh, yeah, there's so much source material. But as, as you go further forward in the S catalog, there's far less live versions of those. So if you try to do things from the latter or from magnification or things further down the road, anything from keys to ascension, if you try to do any of that stuff, how are you going to find good live recordings? There's today? still lots of bootlegs. There's a few. Of them. Yeah, well, a few okay, bootlegs, yeah, sure. Yeah. But even I, some of that material you get later wasn't really played that much live. Yeah, a lot yeah, of the albums were true. touched. Well, like, but one was Subway Walls. We, we yeah, Subway Walls, we just... We just you know, we we, we studio, took right? we took yeah. a guess on what they how they would how do it live. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, I can't imagine them doing it much different live. And as it turns out, we were the only band to ever play it live. Beautiful. No, yeah. and, and you know, Jeff Downs was Jeff Downs was like sitting up in front watching us do that. He was like completely blown away. He uh, recently, uh, I was I was at a uh, I was at a Yes show, and we we got backstage to 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 meet and to greet. And first of all, we're in the line and everybody's like waving to us. Hey, Joel, how's it going? How's the heart surgery? Uh, and Jeff was actually said, hey, you, are you guys still doing subway walls? I really love the way you do that. <laughs> and, you know, oh, my God. I mean, how how cool is that? First of all, how cool is that? Yeah. Uh, but secondly, uh, you know, uh, the, the, having Jeff Downs like, you know, being impressed with our ability to play the tune. And it kind of gives us an insight to how the tune was put together because he said that Yes never played it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Uh, that makes and, me happy on so many levels, mostly just to persecute the heaven and earth haters. So, well, I mean, look, you know, th- th- there's always going to be an album that somebody does by any band. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be prog. It could be a Bob Dylan album. It could be a Cure. Every band has that album. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got that one album that everybody thinks, "Oh my God, what a bunch yeah, every, of bullshit this that. is." You know, I mean, it, it's always going to happen. What's that? Abacab. You don't like Abacab? <laughs> I love Abacab. 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 I love and we're judging what we wished it could have been over what it actually is. And if you do that, you're not really judging it on its own merits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're you're kind of projecting what your expectations your are. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, my my biggest complaint about heaven and earth is probably the same complaint that everybody else has: is that everybody's everything's kind of like a a, a kind of steady, easy, mid tempo kind of thing. But if you listen to the guitar work, Steve Howe's guitar is amazing on yeah. that. There's layers of yeah. vocal goodness. Um, not happy about the drum sounds, but what are you gonna do? And I think I think what is it to to ascend? What's the song? Uh, to ascend. That that's that was great, great. Yeah, that's yeah. a good. Sure. That's a good. Uh, you yeah. know, Light of the Ages. Light great. Of the ages to, uh, great the, one, the yeah. intro to Light of the Ages is is yeah, worth the really price good. of admission. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, that intro is 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 is, 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 is as yes as it gets. I, I do love the. That's what I'm talking about. I Is love that. The that. Intro? What's that? That's the middle bit, isn't it? No, it's the intro. It, it never appears anywhere else in the song, right, which cool. is a shame. You know, I don't know. I mean, look, they they, they wanted to put out a a, a, a a laid back, you know, pop oriented album, and that's fine. Yes, like, you know, why would why, you know, if that's what they wanted to put well, out. I mean, they, they're out. they're also at the age now where I mean, you know, when you're young, you just have that. I mean, you know, not every album has to be relayer and close to the edge, you know? I think think most bands, as as they age, they just happen, you know, they usually tend to get get off to you. But one one thing is, like, I I noticed that, you know, after Heaven and Earth came out, all of a sudden everybody loved, uh, loved Fly From Here. I always love that. In full disclosure, I like both versions. I, I mean, the Trevor Horn version is kind of like that drama sequel I, album that we I, never I, got. I finally have to sit down and listen to what happened. Yo, but you want to know something? Mm. He doesn't really bring out Chris's vocals as much as he should have. Like, even on the song Five Me, right? I was bitching yeah, about it. Yeah. He fucking brings out his own vocals. I'm like, I want to get Chris, you dumbass. I think, I think even Alan, he does add a little bit more like electronic like, drum or like. Which it's still a good version. I mean, it, it, I it, like it's Trevor know. Horn's version sure, of what yeah, he yeah. wanted that exactly. album to be, and that's fine. it's yeah. like a director's cut. It, yeah. It's like you know, I mean, you know, my, my favorite example is this Blade Runner. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you got the original film, and yeah. then you got like yeah, director, yeah, eight director. fucking oh. different director's <laughs> cuts. Yeah. <laughs> so what am I in for? Am I in for the Buggles beats Fly from Here? Exactly. Okay. Well, you know, I was going to say the Fly from Here versions from the Buggles are actually not that bad either, though. No, but I I love the Madison. Square Garden live version that everybody like taped off the radio at that simulcast. Okay. That's the first time I ever heard it. It's on the word I was live. In, I, I was absolutely in love with that that version of the song. And then when I finally got to see them do it with Benoit and Jeff Downs, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I don't understand how any fan couldn't enjoy that. 
That was an interesting you know? time in life, 2011. Yeah, I, I love that show. Jeff that was, was beefing with people online, and he was like calling them yuppets, and my dad was making... <laughs> that was also the first time I was ever at, in the front row or the second row at a Yes concert. Nice. And like, it was, it was, it was an incredible thing. Carolyn, uh, my, my wife got me like, uh, we got meet and greets as a birthday present. Mm. And that was the first time I got to like... Nice. It was, it was crazy. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. So, so my um, my little story about flying from here, and, and I think I told it on our episode about it. I had that album. I don't even know how long. And it's like one day I was I, one day I was in one of my yesables where I, I literally listened to nothing but yes for six to eight weeks at a time. And so I was going. You're crazy. And I'm like, oh, fly from here. Great. Yeah. I'll put it in. And I. Don't think I took it out of my car CD player for like a week. <laughs> like it just stayed in there, and I just it, listened to it. There's there's a lot there's a lot of airworm potential there for song. sure. Yeah. I, I love I love that record. I, I I think it's a great yes record. <laughs> I, I don't nice I don't think that. Shakers from homework. <laughs> no, for real. During your set, you are using four shakers in in saran wrap. I love when it. You, when you take it out of the bag, you never bother taking it out of the wrapper. That's what happens. And I usually have a cardboard piece as the holder. It's got four different grains. I need all four. All right. My bad, guys. And Ken like. He handed me the headset. I'm like, what do you want me to do? He's like, die. <laughs> listen, listen to what you Those do. are my gummy bears. I'm telling you. Oh, man. All right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just want a couple. Hold on a second. Here, have some of your gummy bears. <laughs> so at this point, I think we can say that the, the Kenneth Flash gig was a big success. And so up next, a big Iridium gig. The Iridium. Yeah. Yeah. The set list is wild. No. Oh, we're very excited about the set list. 220, 2020. Yeah. But I keep hearing. Okay, so we will hear it close to the edge. In reverse. In reverse order. Okay. Are you playing the song backwards? Yes. <laughs> no, I mean like literally playing the song backwards. No. no not that literally. would be that would be a song. Metaphorically. Mm-hmm. Metaphorically doing it. What uh subliminally. Do you guys have any other um, Pieces of Tormato on your set list? Your potential set list? Magic. Uh, we did Future Time. Release, release. Well, are, are you talking about. Release, release. Uh, yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I already learned it for uh, for Cruise to the Edge, <coughs> right. but we never got to play it. Right, right. And uh, I just I, I bought a Thunderbird bass. Mm-hmm. So I got I actually had the same bass that. not Well, not the exact same bass because, you know, yeah. obviously. But the same model bass that Chris Squire used on that song. And I remember the very first time I, I I got it I bought it on eBay it was like really it was a it was a steal, and I plugged it in and the first two things I did was release release and uh, uh, does it really happen, right. and mm-hmm. you know just with the headphones like you're playing and I'm like oh my god that's the sound that's it right, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to you know maybe tackling release release and does it really we've been talking about. And we talk about albums all the time, and we, you know, we like we, we love drama, 
Um, Another one we would love to do is Into the Lens. Into the Lens? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm a huge yeah. fan of Into the Lens. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, I love, I, drama's one of my favorite albums. I, I love drama. Yeah, I, drama's right up there with Fragile for me. Can I play you some real quick? Mm-hmm. Sounds like shit on my phone. And that, that's what we're hoping to achieve on 220. We're, it was Radio City. I was in front row. We were, we were turned up. And Curtis was just like, thank you, thank you. You've just heard for the first time in New York City, the Close to the Edge album in reverse order. <laughs> Which I find funny. is on the Tales tour. I think they played it in reverse order, if I'm not mistaken. I think they did. We got some shit in the hopper for Iridium. Mm. Cool. Talking about video screens and wow. I mean, we we you know the Iridium is just one of those places that first of all, uh, I I I'd taken my wife to see Billy Sherwood play there for uh, for her birthday, and and who do I run into is is like the, the entire contingent, and uh, we just had the best time, and uh, and then we saw Alan White there and hung out with Alan White and who's there all all of our friends. That was a great little thing. Oh, this was um, pre-TMR. Uh, well, no. no, well, no. Billy, the Billy Sherwood thing might have been pre-TMR, but I mean, the Alan White one wasn't. I don't think. The Alan White definitely wasn't because we had just we had just played, we had just learned and played on the Silent Wings of Freedom, and we played it the night before we saw Alan White, and I I, I whispered it in his ear that we we learned it and we played it, and he, he looked at me and goes, "Oh dear God." <laughs> There's never been a pre-TMR. There's always been a TMR. That's true. That's true. Oh man! Are there any other epics you guys are thinking about picking up? Hmm. Yeah, you guys keep going. The world's endless. I mean, another I'm, crazy ideas. Something on my list is Awaken. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh I mean, my god! I love Awaken. Wow. One of my, you, know, you need the four neck. Uh, there's a, there's a guy who will make it for me. Um, there's always a guy. There's always a guy, but you know. I mean, for it, me, like my I, get, my, I could start an Indiegogo or something. Like my my favorite epics are. Honestly, close to the edge, awaken, and I, I love Brother of Mine. Brother of Mine is yeah, like, yeah. I just love that song. Just, you, you, your anti fan in the back would have had a conniption had you played that tonight. Just like I don't think, that, I don't think so. Actually, that's, that's a very difficult Maybe. song. I mean, you know, people. I, I know a number of people who uh, who uh, it seems weird to me too that they don't like the the '80s um, girl song. Yes, which I think we've all learned to appreciate as classic now. Yeah, I don't but they do like H. Which is interesting to me. Well, oh, there's a lot. It's Steve. A lot more oh, because Tony. Steve and Rick. Yeah. And, 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 well, yeah. let's let's not be talking shit. I think about I think God. No, 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 no. Oh, come on. God, Calling it a girly thing doesn't even make sense. It's the Silly. wrong set of adjectives. It's nothing to do with girls. Well, the guy, the guy was an idiot. No, it's 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 just it's the guy. I think you called it Jack. It's the yes crossover. Yeah, it was it was yes appealing to a different. Group of people, which it needed to do, and it was a good yeah. thing. Okay, so it's two o'clock in the morning. So if I get the guy's <coughs> name wrong, correct me. But I believe I was talking to Tony K down in Florida. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, sometimes I mess up names, it's, and at two o'clock in the morning, it happens more frequently. <laughs> and we were talking about that era of of yes, and he's like, say whatever you want, but that era of yes is why 
everybody knows who Yes is. Yeah. It's, it's true. true. It's true. Yeah. He said, you know, yeah, 20% of the population might have known who Yes was otherwise. But because of that era of Yes. Uh, because of Vulnerable every, Lonely Heart. Yeah. Everybody knows I do. I've heard that. I've heard that. But could, is it debatable, though? Because, I mean. I don't think it no. is. Well, when they tore for drama, they had broke the, they broke the record for Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Most but, sold out shows. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that, that they were on, on top no, of the you're, world, you're but right. but they were a, a, yeah. an amazing touring band, and they were selling out. Yes, yes. A Madison Square stadium. Garden is not Wembley. I don't. It's not know, Wembley, it's, but, it's, they, but you see, like, they would they would do four nighters and three nighters. Oh, my heart was. We all Wembley. know. We all know that terrestrial radio basically defined what we what we think is classic and what we listened to while it existed. Right, and so it would just force into our ears that which became popular. It was, yeah, it was yeah. the reverse. Yeah. It wasn't popular because it was good. It was popular because it was always in our ears, yeah. Yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, and, we we and all. Nine One Two Five was pushed like like yeah. every other major rock album. And time. literally, this side of the table um, probably would not be as fanatical about yes if it wasn't for Nine One Two Five and Big Generator because that it's, that was our that oh, was for our, sure. it is our, literally our gateway to yes. It was yeah. Like, yeah. That's what got us See, to yeah. discover. Fragile. Yeah, I mean, yes my, my, my gateway, my gateway yeah, was was the yeah. S album. So I mean, yeah. it, right. it's, you know, yeah, so I, I mean, every, yeah. everybody at this it's table knows "Lamb Lies Down on Broadway." Everybody on the planet. Yeah. Well, well, it's, 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 it's Joe, Joe, I, I didn't know? have, yeah. I didn't have a family that yeah. had that. Like, I didn't have brothers yeah. or sisters or parents that had Yes albums like vinyl. Yeah. I had, you know, yeah, I had some Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I had, I had Liza Minnelli, Neil Diamond, Orchestra. But but when I went to five United, it was my first exposure to Yes, and I like three weeks later, I went back to the catalog and everything. I mean, yeah, it was. I was I was booting. Somebody said something else, and I booted. Oh, Lamb Lies Down, get out of here, that shit. Oh, but you know it. Oh. But you know it. And if you walk out onto the street and ask some guy in the yeah. Wawa. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Agree full with you. circle. <laughs> Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Whoop. Right. But if you say Abacab, they'll start singing it. Yeah, yeah. true. You yeah. Know, true nuts. Right. But I mean, I, I, so you yeah. know the old the yeah. old thing back in the in the eighties when everybody was selling out. Now every the only way you can survive as a musician is to yeah. do what was called selling out in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Well, get your music on Asia, a movie basically. or a commercial yeah. or you know yeah. get popular. That, that's enough. the name of it. It's distribution. I mean, and, Focus and, is doing and great. They've had two major motion pictures with Hocus Pocus on the soundtrack. Yeah, the Hodiodo song. Really? You know, wow. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. All right, all right so here, here, a couple questions. Are right, have you done anything off the ladder, and are you considering doing anything? Off uh, the one of my questions. <laughs> Uh, we, we, I, think we could, maybe. I think we've considered oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We need uh, to be talking players for that, or maybe John. Yeah, we're trying to think of what we can do with the five of us. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I kind of bristle at the idea of adding like backup singers or you know session yeah. guys or whatever. We have such a nice unit going on, and, right. and, and, and we haven't really even explored everything that we can all do together. Yeah. I'm trying to follow in the footsteps of yes. 2020, we're going to play with an orchestra. It's our second year. There you go. There you go. There you go. Third year. Yeah. We're write oh, you do that. So, we, the other question I have, we kind of talked about this a little bit last night. Oh. Uh, recently saw uh, Lotus Land. Rush Lo- Tribune. Love them. Love them. It was, a, it was a terrific night. At one point in time in the night, they played a, a, a piece off of Clockwork Angels. <laughs> I love that album. And so do I. I love it. Um, but... But the audience, like the tempo, the, the temperature of the audience completely changed. A few people yeah. went to the bathroom. Yeah. And then, then it started to become very uncomfortable. 
like you know the only three guys what, that really gave a shit about the song. Seven times? Right. <laughs> but like they, <laughs> but it was it was just a weird thing where where you started to wonder like does anyone else in the room know the song or is it just like me and the three guys on stage right mm -hmm. so so and I think like subway walls and things like have you been in that situation where you've played. Or has it been, you know, your it. audience been mostly fanatics no, we, at this point? We played it at Brewski's and it wasn't as... It, it, yeah, it, did, it yeah. didn't go over as well at Brewski's. But I mean, the thing, that, the thing is, the reason why it went well at, at the Yes 50 oh, is sure. because we knew who we were playing to. I mean, yeah. everybody in that yeah. room, yeah. nobody in that room wanted to hear Roundabout. Nobody in that room was going to want to hear yeah, right. Owner of a Lonely Heart. They wanted to hear, okay, you know... What can these guys do? What what are these? And I think there was an expectation, and, and you know they wanted to they, they wanted to have their minds blown or yeah. or, or whatever, and 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 I think that's something that 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 we were obligated to like really think about what we wanted to play. Yeah. Didn't you guys do run with the fox there too? We've done no, it. we've no, done it. There. We've done it a few not, times. Not there. Not the fan fest. Okay. No. Yeah, we, we were notoriously for your set. Notoriously late <laughs> for your set at the uh, fan fest, and. Um, we had a normal breakfast, like normal people on a Saturday, a brunch, and these guys started playing at like 11 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. 12. Fucking 12. tell me about it. <laughs> and, but as we were, as we were like, I don't even know what we were doing, we were getting our wrist, we were clearing security. security. Yeah, clearing security, I guess, that, yeah, I guess it was pretty tight. And do, you guys do, were playing do, hearts, do, and it was just do, like, do, and I was like, like starting to drool. Yeah. Okay, I gotta get in there. I gotta get in there. Hearts is a great song, and I think the Carolina of Yes should do hearts. That's a great crowd yeah, song, and yeah. there's actually a great version. I would love to see Jeff do hearts. There's a know? great version of Steve. I think playing. If I think it's hearts, he plays Steve. Oh, but he plays steel he on it. He plays steel. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw him. I yeah. saw him at the, the or, I saw him at the Orpheum. It was the open your eyes tour. Was the open? Yeah, it was. It was amazing. I mean, it made your heart weep. And I have it a just steel did. Now. It was amazing. Oh, you could sing the Trevor parts. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I wish that, um, oh, like they did some more Billy stuff. I wish they did more Keys stuff. Yeah. Keys to Ascension. Yeah. Fact, but hey, oh, wow. on, the, on the list of uh, epics, if you ever ask me, That That Is? Mind Drive. Oh, Mind Drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We love Mind Drive. I love That That Is. That I'm one not, for I'm, me is like. That that is is like that's, it's, that's a great one. That's I, I, that I've, great I've loved that ever since I heard you know X Y Z play. XYZ, yeah. that, that was like you know well, yeah, I remember I remember like right, when yeah. I first heard that bootleg back in back in the the, the before times you know because yeah. I was you know my roommates and I were all big Jimmy Page fans and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like Jimmy Page playing with Yes, fuck yeah, let's check it out. X, yes, and exactly. you know so there were a couple of bootlegs floating around. And uh, that one was that was like the one, you know. I've done a lot of talking, but they have answered all the questions about the music. I just want to do tales with John Anderson. Hell yeah! I told him. We already know two sides of topographic oceans, pretty pretty much. I do. That's like a that's a lot. Damn. I know parts. Like I know parts. I just never like I we never had to, you know. So I just I just never sat down and learned, you know, but. But, but Joe, Joey and I played Ritual on Cruise to the Edge. Yeah, I was going to say you did. I, would do, I, would do, I love Ritual. I would love, like, and and I love actually, Ritual. when I first met Mark, we, we, were, we were going over how we were yeah. going to play Ritual. And because I had other songs, Joey was like, well, let me, let me play some of those songs with you. You know, because I, I, had, I, I had to play Close to the Edge. I had to play uh, uh, Revealing Science of God, a uh, couple of other things. And Joey was kind of nice enough to learn enough of it so that we could work on it together. So it was kind of like a workshop kind of thing. 
And then and then Mark was there, and he you know he came and played played some stuff, and that that, that was the beginning. That yeah, was the beginning of TMR. We, we were of. we were jamming already, and then you guys were doing something, and yeah. then we we got together. We got together. Yeah. We did that. The next time we got together, we played Future Times. Yeah. You know, because uh, they they were working on that. I'm like, I've always wanted to play that in a band. Uh, whether it was a yes band or not, right. I always wanted to play that in a band. I cool. fucking love that song. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. I was like, because like, you know, as we were saying before, a lot of people have like these these really horrible, horribly polarizing uh, opinions about Tormato. And I, I just don't get it. I, I don't. I, I to me, Tormato reminds me of like a studio version of a live Yes show. Like you're going to see Yes Here's here's this thing. I mean, none of the songs you've ever heard before, but it's going to be these songs. So like, you've got the band, you've got these band powerhouses. You got like every single band member has like a moment. You got a couple of Rick Wakeman moments. You got a couple of John Anderson moments. You got some Steve Howe moments. You got some Chris Squire and Alan White moments. It's it, it, it's it's a complete package of what a Yes show would feel like in 1978. Or whenever, whenever that came out. Seventy-eight. Yeah. Um, I think some of Rich parts. Uh, um, you know, I, I mean, say, you know, say I what you will about the production, but some people have Tormato and some people have Hold Your Fire. You know, it's just yeah. like when John, oh. when we do silent news, <laughs> and John plays the keyboard solo, I'm like, you're doing it too close to the way Rick did it. You know, because some of his shit's whack. <laughs> you know, we were recently told that that in the whole recording of Tormato. There is a rhythm guitar track that I yes. that that and it's not it's missing. It was it was supposed to anchor the two sides. Uh, John Kirkman uh, had 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 had, uh, had told this story famously. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard if you ever seen his book Dialogue. He's a you know mm-hmm. John Kirkman's a man. Uh, he's he's actually just wrote what Tales of Photographic Oceans. It's a it's a photo, you know, like a coffee table oh, book. Cool, good guy, really good, good guy. guy. But he told told me the story that originally. That, that you know, John Anderson plays played acoustic guitar like he's got like that little Alvarez acoustic, and you see it the the, the credits the, every single song. John Anderson Alvarez acoustic guitar. John Anderson Alvarez acoustic. Every single song he's credited with it, but you don't ever hear it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so apparently it was supposed to be a little bit more in the mix. So like Steve and Rick are playing off of that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So when you take that out, it sounds like they're just wanking. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when, 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 John, when John Kirkman told me that story, all of a sudden, Tormato made sense in a in, in a much bigger realm. I mean, Tormato, I've always liked. I, yeah. I, I I've yeah. always liked that record. So, so. We, do we need to whisper this into Stephen Wilson's ear for a remaster? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, I, and John Anderson has to re-record his shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, I, mean, I just wish that John Anderson would put out that ARW album. You know, John's probably got that in his personal home archive. Yeah. When we saw the ARW three shows, we and we went to each of the shows and we did a podcast on them, and we we were we were a little um, unmercilessly uh, rude about John's guitar playing because he was playing an acoustic guitar the whole night. Um, he was at least strumming it, but his hand never moved, and it never really appeared as though he. F- had formulated a chord. Really? This, this is quote in the Dan Hedges uh, uh, official biography book, where they were talking about how you know the early days of rehearsing a song with John, and he would just scrub his fingers up and down the neck, and then you know everybody would tell him where to put his fingers to actually make the chords, 
And so every time I see John Anderson or hear John Anderson playing guitar, I think of that story <laughs> and how little that has changed. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, so we, we, we made a big joke about it. When you couldn't hear in the mix, it really didn't look like he was playing anything. <laughs> And we even joked around in one song, he was like tuning it in between, in between uh, moments. What? But it, it's, it's just, it's like a moment of irony. It's almost like he said, well, fine, you took my uh, rhythm guitar out of the mix with Tremato. I'm never playing this damn thing again. <laughs> one thing you gotta give John credit for, especially Aaron Dunbar, is when he claps. Like, you get that syncopated shit. Yeah, true, yeah. true. Well, he was That's doing legit. magical things with the little bells. And, oh, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. the thing is, the funny part is, we all know we can play the, the acoustic guitar without a problem. Right. That's why it's just so... Kind of remarkable that he's just on stage in front of thousands of people, not playing it. But oh. you know, I wonder where he got that from, Mick Jagger. <laughs> Quick pivot. Quick. What pivot. is public information for Progstock 2020? Thank you, Ken. Ooh. Sorry, is there someone from Progstock here? I think there are two people from Progstock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm from Progstock 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you have last sure. year's project. Yeah, right. That is we so last year. <laughs> it's so, it's so I can tell you that decade. TMR opened Wait, the festival up with a huge bang. Has that? Um, All right. How many visas do you have? Like single digits? Double digits? <laughs> Please. A hundred visas? <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. Oh, my Lord. We well, accept visa master. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but not discover. We don't take discover. So, uh, yes, we do. Oh, okay. Um, right. Feel so, free to make donations. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, in all seriousness, I mean, right now the public information is just the four that we've mentioned either from stage or through other venues at various times. Uh, the two that we announced from stage uh, last October were IO Earth. Of course, we wanted to have them last year. We ran into difficulties, which we are responsible for. So uh, we have every intention of bringing them back this year. Um, and the other one that we announced from stage was California Guitar Trio, um, which is going to be great. Um, the, the two others that we've announced at smaller venues, so not publicly, and our website will get um, a little bit of an overhaul in about a week. Uh, we want to finish it before we go out to NAMM, right? The, so the, new, the new version of Shirley has been released. Oh, yeah, we have our new... If you saw our logo. Happy New Year post, uh, Ed Unitsky has sent us the new updated steampunk Shirley. Right. She's growing she's up. Oh, okay. That's, our dinosaur. That's our dinosaur. That's right. yeah. Steampunk Shirley. She's, right. she's got wings and... All right. Yeah. Gears, and gear, gears and valves. Gears and valves. valves and, yeah. But uh, the two that we announced at a couple of smaller venues over the last couple months, uh, one is District 97. Um, yeah. And uh, the other is Mile Marker Zero, uh, who had a great show at Ross Fest last year and has been in Prog Magazine's recent issue as the num number seven on the list of uh, unsigned bands. Cheers. In the, in the readers so, poll, yeah, so we were pretty psyched. So that's the current, um, you know, slate we usually have around four by January, and we'll have closer to seven or eight by February. Nice, Probably worked nice. out, and then we'll round out the rest of it over the course of the uh, early nice. spring. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, if I gave you this, the rest of the bullet bourbon, that wouldn't get any more information out of you. I think. Uh, only if the Zoom was turned off. <laughs> uh, well, that but, could be arranged. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but I will tell you this much: um, we're going to keep a lot of the things that work really well. I think we're. I heard. Yeah. Take my own think out of it. I, I go with the feedback that worked seemingly very well last year. We're going to keep. Uh, well, first of all. Uh, the Bob Moe Foundation will be involved again because uh, Michelle can be with us just at, at a moment's notice. She's, uh, we should always welcome her. Yeah. Um, Rachel Flowers will be involved because 
Rachel. As long as she'll yes. have us. Uh, and Jeannie. And Rachel yeah. Rachel was also in um, one of the magazine. Reader's Polls. Polls. Okay. Um, one of the Prague Person of the Year kind of thing or something like that? She was in that list. Wow. Wasn't yeah. She? Yeah. The uh, yeah. Unsung Heroes? Or no, 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 no. It was, was Prague Person, Person of the Year. Person of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. Or something Great. Like that. It, was, it was really... Which, which no one knows what that means. <laughs> um, so we're going to keep the same format. Um, we're going to have the park, uh, you know, open sure. during the yeah, day yeah, if the yeah. weather cooperates, and we'll figure out something if rain interferes. We've been lucky so far. What else um, worked this year, Tom? Um, opening the festival with you guys worked like a freaking charm. <laughs> so, that was um, a beautiful thing. Yeah. And uh, that was fun. We're and also going to keep um, Last Call Live, which was you know a really yeah, great that, success. That, that's a lot of fun too. And uh, we're going to make some some uh, some improvements so that we can have a better chance of keeping uh, all the songs on the list. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, because that's really we don't want to disappoint people. I know how hard it is when you guys do late night live on the on the cruise. Oh my god! Well, la- so last year was harder because they <coughs> we, we we lost that whole day because yeah. of the fog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so so we lost we we essentially lost two days. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we can't. You know, obviously, we can't play. We're, we're we're happy that they're we're happy to have a stage and a forum to do it in the first sure, place. Sure, absolutely. And but everybody was chill about it. There were there were only like one or two people that were grumbling. Everybody else was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we've got the advantage of, of being indoors in a theater as long as the power doesn't go out. We really don't have any problems, and yeah, our schedule is not as crazy as it is on the cruise. So, you know, we're going to do that again. Um, this time around, I'd like to get. Um, well, we had some touches of this in the first couple of years, but I'd like to actually take a more organized effort at having some um, uh, some historians or recording people involved, like for for the purposes of getting a little bit more of a live feel. So for example, we're asking Tom Gagliardi to do his show one of the nights of the festival. In fact, he may live broadcast if we can get his technology to work, because he's now on, on House of Broad Radio. Um, we're gonna try and have him live uh, broadcast Last Call Live. Wow, that'd be um, awesome. The, the How neat. Um, we're trying to get Marty Dorfman to do his show as well on Friday night from from the, the waiting the room waiting restaurant. Room. Oh, yeah, big big shout out to Which, Marty Dorfman, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Marty uh, Marty runs what we do on Friday nights. That's the Progressive Coffee House that mm-hmm. we do. So we it love seems Marty. appropriate because his show is on Friday nights, so he might as well broadcast it. I'd love to have a podcaster there that's doing it live. Uh oh! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I told you guys about this. Oh, so, King biscuit. We're gonna be working on that. You know. You got ten months. All right. Yeah. Paul Whitehead will be back. Paul Whitehead will be back. Yes. Very cool. Um. So. All right. So. All right. I want to thank everyone here at the table for spending some extra time here after the show tonight. Uh, you know, this has been this has been a spectacular opportunity for us. Certainly worth it for me to get on an airplane and fly here from Texas. So, which you'll do again in October. Which I will do again in October. <laughs> and, 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 and February. And February. <laughs> right. I, I will be racking up the frequent flyer miles to uh, to to satisfy the needs of, of the podcast. The so, needs of the many. That's right. That's right. So, um, you know, at this point, you know, as always, we we welcome and solicit uh, anyone's thoughts, comments, feedbacks, questions. If you are at the show, if you're planning on going to the TMR show at the Iridium next month, if you're planning to go to Product Stock, anything, you know where to reach us. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at Product Paul on all of those, or search for Progressive Palaver. Progressive Palaver is, as always, available for subscription and download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and we are, as always, 
post it on SoundCloud. So until next time, thanks for listening. Word.